87. What's that? That's how many followers <laughs> we have You're on Instagram. You're me. 87. Um, yeah. I think we really need to talk about Sean, your son. And I've already fired him. <laughs> I fired him this week. Because every, every post that's on there, yeah. I've had to do yeah. for the last two weeks. I've, and I was on vacation. I was doing it from vacation. I, I posted and, uh, you know, I'd sent him emails and and quotes and you know yeah. i'd write the freaking thing for him yeah, yeah he's fired yeah. i fired him on yeah. on tuesday that's gonna affect his career prospects <laughs> tell you that. and i'm not gonna give him a good reference <laughs> right, either exactly. do not that. hire this guy <laughs> well let me tell you something right now wait wait mr kempfer his name is is this yeah it's my son do not hire him. he's a slacker <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be getting us new followers yeah, I and know. stuff. 87, come on. I know that our references are all from the 1970s. Yeah, right, right. Nobody under the age of like 55 will be interested right. in us. Right. Hash, hashtag, you know, Abe Vigoda really isn't bringing in a whole lot of right. interest, but right. whatever. But that's, sorry. Anyway, uh, Minutia Man is up next. But first, listen to this other fine Opie show. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man with Rick and Dave. So you look kind of, I don't want to use the word radiant because you don't look radiant. A little tan. Yeah, a little tan, yeah. a little, you've got, you've got a nice. Spring skiing. You've got a nice pinkish hue Thank to, you. your, to your cheeks. Thank you. Thank what, you. you know, what? Well, what we were in Lake Tahoe skiing, yeah. uh, my wife and I. How'd you like it? Who's she? Your wife. Get her name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> wow. 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 I've been waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that like a marble in a Tupperware tin that was just rattling around your brain? For that? I've been waiting for five days to do that. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of the Oscars, we got a great book out, Oscars <laughs> Biggest Mistakes. Uh, did you watch that when that was happening? I, I did. I, I was. I just. I don't know what I was on. I was on either Twitter or Facebook, and then it immediately blew up. You know, within seconds, right? Yeah. And well, you know, they asked him to leave, and he said no. I, I, yeah, I know. That's pretty incredible. Well, anyway, yeah. I, I'm on Team Rock on this one. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, I guess Rock had a. Um, show yesterday he likes his he's back on the road yeah and they're all didn't address it did not did not really address. yeah i think he's feeling like he might have stepped over the line a little bit himself well i didn't really understand the reference until someone explained it to me the gi jane yeah right yeah i mean it wasn't it was a very mild right right he's done and it is a an award show in which you know you're gonna get hammered especially when you're sitting there in front and you're the uh the 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 favorite for best actor. Um, and you're supposedly happy-go-lucky, fresh prince. Right, exactly. Will Smith. Right. He, yeah, you, 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 you got a thing in Bel Air, right? The house right. in Bel Air. The, um, there was, I did see something on, I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook, that he's holding the statue. Yeah. And the, someone said, hey, he got a statue of Jada. 
<laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. You know, we should call your buddy, the printer up in Michigan. Didn't didn't Will Smith stop in yes, there once? Yes, And find right. out if, we'll, we'll get, you know, find out if uh, he was belligerent or uh that he slapped the pressman for, <laughs> right, for exactly. something out of register <laughs> you i said that. four color <laughs> get your ink into the right. okay well well hey. welcome back you look yeah. great oh thanks uh, and we got a lot going on so we should probably okay get go going on. here go so this story comes from america's favorite suburb which one would that in be vancouver oh uh, you know canadians love it they love that they love it when you refer them uh-huh. to a suburb uh, so it appears that there are some pranksters running around Vancouver and they're placing fake stickers that resemble resemble memorial plaques on park benches throughout the city. You know how you go see a yeah. park bench and yeah. then they have the thing? Right. So they have stickers that look like plaques and they're putting it on like all these benches, right? From a distance, they look like a typical plaque, okay. right? But when you read, when you look at them... It says that uh, it says that um, this park bench is dedicated to Jack Shit, S C H I T T, and the tagline is "He was an asshole, but a funny asshole." Okay, okay. it has to, yeah. it took like three days for anybody to notice. <laughs> evidently, these poor guys are sitting there. Come on, across the park, <laughs> right. you're sitting right on it. Look at the sign. I spent twelve hundred bucks on stickers. What are you doing? Um, so in sixty years. Yeah. Or so when you die, seventy yeah. years. When <laughs> yeah, you die. Um, I don't think a park bench would work for you as far as memorial goes. Although sitting is kind of well, what I yeah, do. yeah. I'm thinking more. I don't know something at the salami counter, or maybe you know, like Ooh. a little. I don't know, like a little, like pool. an honorary salami customer. Yes. Or where's the place that you get the liverwurst from? Bendy's. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they can do something there for you. You know what? That's a good point. Let's I, let's talk to them about that. I think what mine would be is, you know, those chairs by the pharmacy uh-huh. right underneath all those pamphlets on, like, yeast infections yeah, and, uh-huh. and, and psoriasis. I think that would be the place that I'd want. That's a good place. one for you. So I um, and so I did a little research about just f- people that do funny things after they die. Is there a minutiament quiz coming on here? No, it's okay. not a quiz. Right. Um, now, I've told Michelle that I'm going to have, I'm with stupid on my tombstone, pointing to her. Oh, you know, nice. That's mine. Nice. But I, I'm like, well, I'm get not... your wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Uh, I hope you do this all through the show, by the way. Uh, so I found some, I did a little research and I found some funny tombstones. You want to hear some yeah, funny sure, tombstones? Yeah, sure, sure. Do you know what's on Mel Blanc's headstone? And for those of you who don't know. who he's Bugs Bunny. Yeah, voice he's of Bugs the Bunny. voice of Bugs Bunny. I don't know. What's up, Doc? No, that's all, folks. Oh, good. Right. That's a good one. Tagline. Merv Griffin. Do you know what his is? No. I will not be right back after this message. Oh, that's really good. Right. Um, William H. Hahn Jr., just some guy from Princeton, um, on his tombstone it says, I told you I was sick. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Frances Eileen Thatcher of Brighton Beach, Florida. Uh, her uh, tombstone, damn, it's hot, hot down here. Oh. Uh, that's someone with a, this, a very confident sense of humor. Um these are two of my favorite here. Dentist John Denby. This is like the early 1900s. Uh, I'm filling my last cavity. Okay. And then John Yeast, a guy whose name was Yeast, pardoned me for not rising. <laughs> Those are all good. They're all very good. So, yeah. I think mine would just say Richard Kempfer. Yeah. Yeah. Gout. Yeah. Dead. Died of gout. <laughs> Dead. Amazing he lasted as long <laughs> as he did. 
All right, I have a story for you from jolly old England, from the Daily Mirror. A teacher regretted her life decisions after asking her students what they would change about her as soon as she was inundated with suggestions. All right, now, before we even go into this, don't ask kids (laughs) a question like that. Uh, How old are they? Were they like middle Uh, school or something? No, they're very young. Okay. Uh, TikTok user Alex Jean created a video for social media where she explained some of the funnier changes that children wanted to make about her. My guess is she didn't tell all of them. Yes, correct. Uh, One comment was that one eyebrow is skinny and the other is fat. Mm. And another pupil noticed that you smile a lot and it looks like your eyes are closed. Another said, Alex blinks too much. Okay. Right. I'm just going to, I'm just calling bullshit on this because. (laughs) Oh, you're saying that there's been much worse ones. Oh my God. I mean, unless my children are somehow uh, totally different than others, that opening would have gone a totally different way. I'll I'll give you one story about each of my kids. Okay. One of which has been fired this week. (laughs) Um, We were in a restaurant once, Tommy, the oldest, he he was probably, I don't know, five and he needed to go to the bathroom. And he couldn't find it right away. And he asked me where it was. And I pointed and he goes, you mean right by the fat guy? Really (laughs) loud. Okay. That's one. Johnny once asked a woman with a large belly when her baby was coming. I've I've had that too. Yes. You've done that probably. (laughs) Actually, I think I did it once at a wedding. Yeah. Uh, Oof. To the bride. Uh, Here's my, my favorite one though was Sean when he was, he was like, three years old he was very rambunctious and always wanted to talk to people super friendly and we were at my mom's house and the neighbor lady pulled out uh was was in her car Mm -hmm. and sean ran up to her and and she looked out her window and said hi sean what is it and he realized he had nothing to say to her (laughs) and so he said love your nails (laughs) So was he one, like two or how old was it? Like three. <laughs> so anyway, uh, those are some of my kids' stories. I'm sure that there are others that are much worse than this poor teacher who I'm thinking made up these these things because they're not that bad. So, um, Aaron, this was God, oh God, I don't know, third grade, fourth grade, or whatever, and I can't remember the name of the teacher. Uh, but she comes home and she was all kind of happy. I mean, you know, she's not a sad kid, but you could tell that there was a little spring in her step. Right. You know, like, well, what happened at school? I had a great day at school. Like, well, what happened? We made Mrs. Blah, blah, blah cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? How'd you do that? Oh, yeah. We just, you know, she wanted so, you know, whatever. And she just started crying. It was awesome. I got to call blah, blah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, well, good for you. Hey, you know who isn't crying right now? Who? Okay, this is maybe not my best segue. No. Yeah. Ouch mouth. Ouch mouth. Yeah, ouch okay. mouth is, uh, on podcaster writes, the, these guys have decades of experience and it shows. Their report is their, I think. Rapport? Rapport? Yeah, well, it yeah. says report. But yeah. Again. Please don't <laughs> criticize the people that like us. It's seamless and fun <laughs> and they're full of interesting and hilarious stories from their past. Whether it's their take on wacky news stories their brushes with celebrities or clips from past interviews. The show is a great way to spend 30 minutes. So okay. thank you, Ouch Mouth. And please, everybody else, come on, review. Uh, we are on, you can get the podcast on every possible venue, I believe. Every Wherever podcasts are served. Yes. Um, if you like Minutia Men or our 
other show, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, then be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. All right, Dave, it's time for another feature. Do you remember what we call this one? Oh, that'd be Studio One. That's right. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we, uh, well, honestly, we go through our archives and we unload some some great stuff from our past because we have been doing stuff together now for 40 years. 40 years. Yeah, well, you're going to live for another 70, so... I'm looking for that 40-year thing that uh, Vinny did. Oh, here it is. Ready? In the beginning, it was just Rick and Dave. Now, 40 years later, it is still Rick and Dave. 40 freaking years of Rick and Dave. So this is uh, this week in Rick and Dave history. I'll give you some choices of things that we can play for our listeners for this Studio Walls feature. March 28th was John Landecker's birthday. Happy birthday, John. Yes. I texted him. He texted me back. I, uh, I, which I'm getting about Facebooked a, him. I'm getting about a 13% response from my, the text that I give to John. Yeah. What are you at? Are you yeah. About, yeah. Uh, I, I used to be at about 100%. Yeah, and now, now I'm at like 80%. Oh. Well, I've worked with him for yeah, 15 years. Yeah, but I send him checks. Well, that's so, true. So you would think that's that, true. Think that percentage would go up a little higher. But uh, we, we've had John on the show many times. Uh, several examples that we could play for you. Dave said no. March 29th, 1996, the day after uh, John turned 49, mm-hmm. uh, he got his first AARP card in the mail. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a song for him called Baby Boomers because mm-hmm. he was really pissed about it. <laughs> he ripped it up on me. He was God, he's so mad. And it's to the tune of uh, Louie Louie yeah. by the Kingsman. Uh, Dave said no. Didn't want to hear it. March 29th, Eric Idle's birthday from Monty Python. He once did a great promotional announcement for us for our advertising yeah. agency. Dave said no. March 30th, D. Wolf Hopper's birthday. D. Wolf Hopper. A hundred years ago, was touring the country and performing a ridiculously over-the-top version of Casey at the Bat. Hilarious Mm. audio. Dave said no. Mm. March 31st, we had actor Jonathan Stoddard on. Uh, His birthday is March 31st. The only half-Mexican, half-Jewish person we've Mm. ever had on the show. And I saw him on, I can't remember what I was watching. I... There was a period a couple of weeks ago, I saw him in like three things. Yeah, he's been in uh, lots and lots right. of movies, and we talked to him about all that. Dave said no. Yeah. Um, April 1st is the birthday of the Empire Carpet Man, Lynn Haldren. Yeah. Um, anybody that grew up in Chicago knows the Empire Carpet sure. Man. And actually, I think it was on WGN Nationwide. That everyone knows that Gene five eight eight yeah. and uh, And the, he's now a cartoon character. He has since passed away. Yeah. But uh, when the movie The Empire Strikes Back came out, I went to his house with Vince, mm-hmm. and we. How were his carpets? Were they nice carpets? <laughs> you know, they were not that nice. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you. He lived in Evanston in this little apartment, and uh, we asked him to record some stuff. And I wrote a script for him called The Empire Carpet Man Strikes Back. I, I gotcha. And uh, and Dave yeah. didn't want to yeah. hear it, but that's too bad because I'm going to play a part of it. <laughs> Many years ago, in a galaxy dominated by disco, 
Star Wars introduced us to a great array of characters and institutions. The brave and loyal Luke Skywalker. The dark and evil Darth Vader. The beautiful and brassy Princess Leia. And the persistent and omnipresent Empire. Carpet Man. This re-release of Star Wars really upset me. I'm ready to strike back. Yes, he is. In Star Wars, Princess Leia used the word carpet in vain when describing a Wookiee. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Now, with the help of Darth Vader and his installation crew of C-3PO, R2-D2, Chewbacca, the Empire Carpet Man strikes back. The princess will pay for the way she talked about carpeting. No little Empire Carpet Man doll for her, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a four-minute bit, but I just wanted to I just wanted to hear it again. I'm sorry. But Dave said no. Yeah, I forgot. Well, I, Dave said do, no. It doesn't matter if I say no, because you're going to play it anyway. Well, we had a couple other possibilities. We had the chance uh, to hear my German interview with Jim Shorts. Uh, yeah. Dave said yeah. no. April 1st is National Comedian Day, which makes sense. April Fool's Day. Yeah, of course. We had the author Sheila Motion on to talk about the funniest comedian, female yeah. comedians, and Dave said no. But what did he pick? March 28, 1971, the final episode of The Ed Sullivan Show aired. And Buckingham's lead singer Carl Giamarisi was on our show, and he told the story about his appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Would you would you yes. like to hear it? That is the yes, yes. That was but the now here's the question: uh, for a potential bonus, there's a right after he finishes telling that story about the Ed Sullivan Show, he talks a little bit about the Who for thirty sure. seconds Go or so. Ahead. Can we play that yeah, for him too? Of course. You can. I thought you'd be That's 30 okay seconds less of content we have to do. Exactly. Here it goes. And you guys were on the Ed Sullivan show, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Was... Tell us the story of that, because that sounds like an interesting thing. He was pretty big, I hear. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, to, to begin with, we didn't have a lot going on as far as uh, media things that you could do back then. We didn't right. have YouTube and you know and social media or anything and so the big thing was uh to to get invited on one of the tv shows you know one of the varieties of shows which just to back up a little bit we before ed sullivan i mean <clears throat> we did we appeared on uh, uh the joey bishop show jerry wow. lewis american bandstand um cool you know you'd record a new song and and if you were lucky you'd be invited to, to play your new record on, on one of those shows. You but know? you didn't really play them, right? It was you, it was you, all lip sync. You right? faked and, it. Right. Yeah, well, it mostly was. Yeah. Ed Sullivan, uh, by the time we got there, they were all lip sync except for Ed Sullivan. We sang live. Oh, okay. And uh, the track was, you know, we had a track that we sang to. Uh, but the, the singing part was live, you know, and that's that's how they did it. And uh, I think they even did some of the bands did actually play live. The Beatles played live oh, right. at Sullivan. And uh, but anyway, so, you know, it was like the, I think it was the beginning of 1968 when we were invited on uh, Ed Sullivan and we were just blown away because, you know, that was the epitome of success oh God, uh, yeah. back then. And uh, so we went to New York, and uh, and I, I was kind of blown away that the Ed Sullivan Theater was as small as it was. Yeah. I expected it to be much larger, you know, and it wasn't really. And uh, but still, I mean, there you were with Ed Sullivan and. Uh, uh, and plate you know. spinners and acrobats <laughs> yeah. and, you and, know, a, and a yeah, roller skating right. monkey or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, actually, my, my partner, Nick Fortuna, does a great impression of, of Ed Sullivan when we do our show. Oh, really? Our show. <laughs> you know, it's, he talks about, uh, what was it, Chojo Bijo or whatever. <laughs> Topo, uh, Topo Gigio. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. Uh, you know, he's, he's, really got, big he's got it down. He does a really good Ed Sullivan. But, uh, but we, uh, you know, we did... Uh, uh, Susan, the song, our song Susan yeah. debuted on Ed Sullivan. We just listened and, to it a few uh, minutes ago. Yeah, we were just looking at it a yeah. few minutes ago on YouTube. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, that, that, it was a big deal. I mean, it was uh, really exciting because that was, you You feel like you, you felt like you really made it when you were uh, on Ed Sullivan. You know, that was, that was it. It was uh, the biggie, you know. Uh, right around that time, you I'm sure you remember this, uh, November of 1967, I have a buddy in Kansas City who went to Shawnee Mission South High School, and you had a little band called The Who open for you. Isn't that, uh, <coughs> isn't that what happened back in November of 67? Yeah, yeah. Well, we did a couple dates. We were in Kansas City, too, with, with uh, The Who, and wow. uh, those guys were crazy. I, I remember... Um, you know, uh, they, they weren't they weren't a super group, yet. right? Can't you know, explain. Were, I think was just coming out, and they yeah they weren't that popular in America yet. I, I think my, my generation was out, and yeah. uh, they were just starting to get things going, and and uh, and Keith Moon was uh, absolutely insane, you know. And, <laughs> and I remember uh, we we uh, they even opened for us right right one yeah. show and. Uh, our equipment they destroyed every those were the days when they break everything and, and we almost couldn't we had to patch things together to go on i mean it was just uh and then we we were visiting a radio station in kansas city and we uh we brought keith moon with us you oh, know wow. come on you come to the station oh, all right, all right. You know, he comes up there and they were giving away <clears throat> as a prize uh, a sitar oh wow and uh he somehow managed to break <laughs> half the strings, and, and I remember the program director saying, "I hate that girl. We're never going to play another group." Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And and then they became, you know, a super group after that. He had no choice, you know, and with Tommy and everything going on, and and uh, uh, but but they were, you know, they they were really party, uh, you know, and that's why it was. Uh, Mostly, you know, Roger Daltrey and uh, was 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 a lot more laid back. He wasn't. It was mostly Keith Moon that was pretty nuts. I I remember we were in a hotel in New York, and and Keith Moon was staying. This is uh, Nick Fortuna. Nick and Keith became pretty good friends, and he called Nick uh, one night late at night, and he says. Go to your window. Go look out the window, mate. Go to the <laughs> yeah, window. Yeah, right. You know, and so he, he goes to the window and zoom past the window a television. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like he threw a TV out the window. Yeah. I mean, what the craziness yeah, right. of that? What if somebody had right. been walking by? Would I know him? exactly. Yeah. It's right. insane. I mean, it's just nuts. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, if I remember correctly, we had a little. I had a little bonding with. Carl about swimming naked at Lane Tech. Yes, that's in the interview too. If people want to find it, you can go to uh, Minutia Men. Our uh, this would be episode one thirty four. I don't think we've actually uh, done Carl as a standalone interview yet. No, uh, it was still when we were doing the interviews as part of the show. So it's uh, episode one thirty four. If you want to hear the whole thing, and it's a it's a good one, as you can tell. Very I mean, nice guy. If you're a rock and roll fan, you'll oh, yeah. love this. It's it's got he's got some great great stories in there, and actually performs a song uh, on the show too so there's that 
Um, we have more show, however. Uh, yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, give you a little uh, teaser. How about a uh, a Jenkins Florida twofer? Oh, yeah. great! It's like a Groupon. <laughs> great! I've got a story about uh, former First Lady Hillary Clinton, oh. and I'm going to say that this uh, celebrity potpourri story that somebody sent in could be the gold standard. Is you think? is Maybe the best one we've ever got. And maybe I mean, just hang it up, too. Because well, no, I'm saying the challenge is now out there. Okay. That I want all of them to be this so the, good. So the gauntlet. Yes, yes right. exactly. No more, you know, uh, uh, some ant like Pauly Shore's bricklayer. Yeah, right. no, 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 no. We, we, we no, want. No. We want interaction. We want a story. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's all right. coming up. And we'll be back right after this. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. I'm going to give you... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, go? I was going to say, before we go to your next story, I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to reach into the email bag. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not on my list here. Time now for Rick and Dave to open up that e-bag of email. Because I just got it this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an email from Harry, and it says, Mazel Tov to Eric Litt on your celebrity interview, because he got all of the uh, Oscar predictions correct. Every one of them. Every one. That's amazing. All four actor Oscars and the best picture one correct. So Mazel Tov, as Harry said. And and I don't know if you remember with the interview, he said that Will Smith's going to smack the shit out of Chris <laughs> Yeah, Rock. I mean, he picked he picked it all. <laughs> right. He, he said right hand or and the whole thing. And, and then at one point he mentioned your wife's name and you said. <laughs> <laughs> Get your... All right. What else we got? So I'm going to give you the option of either playing the Jenkins jingle or the Florida jingle. You know I'm I, you know I'm a fan of Jenkins. All right, go for it. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! A totally revamped park on the shores of Biscayne Bay in Florida mm-hmm. recently reopened to the public. That's great. Oh. Right? We need green space. Yeah. Right? The new amenities include a rebuilt seawall, a path along the waterfront, and dozens of native trees to replace the 69 invasive Australian pines that were chopped down. But the view from the Rickenbacker Causeway, the most notable new feature is the 53 new solar-powered light poles that are going to be used to illuminate the park. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. A little problem, though. What's that? The park closes before sundown. <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> so according to bid documents, it cost $350,000 oh to build solar lights in a park that closes before sundown. All right. So great. this became public. Yeah. And then the Florida Park Commission had to go, well, we got to respond to this somehow. Yeah. So they spun it. Oh, I'd like to hear this. They spun yeah. it. it. says, it's so the homeless don't use it. That oh. is the, that's right. Police officers like to patrol and not get out of the car and not have to go through the park in the dark with flashlights. They prefer to have lights on 
to be able to spot the homeless people for them to get it. I got an idea. Yeah. Use the three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to build a homeless shelter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Right, exactly. Um, now, what this guy also mentioned went on on Twitter. He said that this is an example of hostile architecture. Okay. Have you ever heard of this phrase? No. So it's basically hostile architecture. You build things so people either leave or don't hang around. Oh. It's also known as Detroit. But I'm... <laughs> okay, that was like a f- <laughs> six-minute setup for a very <laughs> mediocre joke. What? Can I get mediocre on that one? Uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I, I'm going to test you right now myself. Hillary Clinton oh. uh, will play the offstage role of the giant in a production of Stephen Sondheim's Into the Woods in her one-time home state of Arkansas. Oh. The Arkansas Repertory Theater announced on Monday. Real news. I'm really excited. Check out the production if you're in Little Rock, Clinton tweeted. <clears throat> and her spokesperson confirmed the Associated Press. She was the first lady of Arkansas before she was the first lady of the United States, the senator representing New York, secretary of state, and the presidential candidate. Um, and Russian spy, right? Well, I'm going to say that in Arkansas, she's probably not that popular anymore. <laughs> I I'm just a guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Into the Woods giant is the vengeful widow of the giant who killed Jack. <laughs> who can we get to be a vengeful? After climbing the beanstalk, the giant does not appear on stage, and the voice part is usually pre-recorded. Yeah. But let me just say this: we're going to finally get an answer to the age-old question: if a Hillary voice is in the woods in Arkansas, uh, but she's not there to hear it, does the locker-up chant still make a sound? So that was your that four-minute setup. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> That's why I was nice to you because I knew I was going to need you to be nice to me. All right. Well, we have. I've luckily been saving a very good story for you. And well, that's a, it's time for that right now. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Okay, this is the part of the show now where we're asking people to send in their brushes with greatness story. And we are getting a bunch of them. We're getting a ton of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, so thank you. We're, it makes it easier for us. We right. can be picky and choosy. Mm-hmm. And this week, uh, it, this one is from Matthew. And it came in through my uh, my blog Mm -hmm. page in the late o's okay i was working for the new jersey media group in hackensack and they moved our headquarters to woodland park new jersey a few a few weeks after we started there a colleague and i went out for lunch at a nearby italian restaurant we walked past an old man and a younger woman sitting at a table and both of us did a double take (laughs) as we did when we sat at our table i said it first is that abe vagoda (laughs) I might have said it a little too loudly. The woman at the table looked over at us and seemed a bit perturbed. The old man had his back to us, so I didn't know what kind of facial expression he said. It can't be him, my friend said. He's been dead for years. The old man turned around and said, I'm not dead. I should be, but I'm not dead. It was him. It was Abe Vagoda. On the way out, I apologized to him. He told me not to worry about it. And he introduced me to his daughter, Carol, who was sitting across from him. He didn't die for another 10 years or so. In 2016, I was sent to cover his funeral. It was the most amazing thing ever. They played the Godfather theme as his casket oh, was carried out. Wow. And Gilbert Godfrey did one of the eulogies and roasted Abe like it was at the Friars Club. Wow, wow. Which is what he wanted. Right, Because right. Abe was a member of the Friars right, Club. Right. I never heard so much laughter at a funeral before. That's like the, he had to been pushing a hundred, right? I he mean, was in his nineties, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's a great one. That's yeah. 
uh, Matthew, is it? Matthew. Yeah, he is just laid down the gauntlet for all of it, all of all of <laughs> you guys. That everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can even top yeah, that one. No. All right, so we uh, we have another show. If you're not familiar with it, it's called the Minutia Men Celebrity. Interview. I don't think it's called the Minutia Men Celebrity. I, I think it's called Every Minutia time Men I, yeah. Celebrity. Interview. I, I, Why don't we just Tony, change the name of it? Do you think Tony it? goes in and like edits out <laughs> the when I say it in the show? Um, but yes, uh, it's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. And this week, Eric Litz on there with our mm-hmm. Oscar special. Uh, but coming up uh, next week, we're going to talk to Colin Peterick, who mm-hmm. is the son of Jim uh, Peterick, Jim Peterick and is a, a, a quite a gifted musician on his own. He comes from good stock. He does. And, and one of the things we asked him, which won't be in the interview that we post, was about his show coming up. And we're going to include it in this show because it's coming up... Uh, before before it it will appear it's called timeliness in the business it is all right let's play a little bit of that all right so colin is is playing in town in chicago tell us about the show where is it going to be when's it going to be tuesday april 5th city winery chicago come out we've got opening band the devons they're going to do a 40 minute set at eight o'clock i'm going to go on at nine o'clock with my brand new band we're going to do a whole 75 minute set and uh it's a tuesday night so you know get out on a, on a weeknight it's gonna be a lot of fun well it's a great that's a great venue too city oh, it's good. And the acoustics are fantastic so everyone we encourage everyone to go out there colin have uh, break a leg as they say in showbiz thank you guys all right, all right take thanks, it colin. easy all right thanks guys again there's no the it's just <laughs> minutia men celebrity interview you can comment on our minutia men instagram page now run by me called minutia men official Mm. Yeah, oh, so this is why Sean is sending me all these voicemails. <laughs> Please follow that page. Uh, so that is why we got that yeah. that, that lawsuit, yeah. that unfair yeah. hire or firing practice. Get your son's <laughs> name out of my... You know. uh, we just started uh, 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 Minutia Men on Twitter about five years ago, yeah, yeah, right. and now there are thousands, thousands. and thousands. So the, who's the guy who's running the Twitter? Is it Dave? Yeah. Who, so I'm just spitballing here. Just who's comparing? Yeah, who's comparing? Yeah, who's all right? Doing talk to me bit. in five years. Okay. Um, so you're now taking over the Instagram. I am. All right. I am. I don't know anything but Instagram. So you can also email us at minutiamanpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our publishing company at Cards Press. There's a link to email us there. Follow along with 40 years of Rick and Dave. Go to my blog, rickkemfer.blogspot.com, and there's an email link there, which was used by Matthew this week to send. And stop us on the street if you've got a good story. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take them verbally. Yeah, absolutely. I don't ever leave the house, but if you happen to run into me somehow. In your driveway, smoking the, the garage. Yeah, if you come to my garage, you may see me having a cigar. Yeah. Give a story. Tell, tell yeah. me a story. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Men. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com.
Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity minutiaman interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutiaman Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Fits.